We've conducted over 7,600 sales calls in the past two years, and I wanna share with you three sales metrics that few people even know about that are proven to close more deals. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kame, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm gonna give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. And in this video, I want to help you do a better job at enrolling more clients. Now, if you're a coach, obviously in a type of consultative business where you're coaching clients, you're speaking to them on the phone, your ability to persuade more people to say yes is a very important skill for you to develop. It's something I personally spend a lot of my time helping my clients get better at because it's one of the single biggest levers to move their business forward, especially if they're doing under a million dollars in revenue per year. So we use AI software that tracks various metrics with our conversations. And that previews us to some data that most people are not even aware of. And even if they are aware of it, can't really track it. I want to share three such metrics with you here. And I want to give you insight about how you can incorporate them into your sales conversations, even if you're not using, you know, any kind of AI platforms to track your sales calls in terms of the actual conversations themselves. So the first one is talk time and specifically the ratio between the rep and the prospects. There's actually some really interesting research that was done on sales conversions um, by HubSpot actually. And they looked at tens of thousands of sales conversations across a dozen or so different companies. And they found that the optimal talk time for rep to prospects was, drum roll please, 43 to 57%. That means the sales rep or you, the coach, talks 43% of the time in a sales conversation and the prospect speaks 57% of the time. If we were to just kind of simplify that, call it 40, 60, you prospect. Okay. Now here's the problem. Even in our business, our average talk time is 61%. So instead of it being 40, 60, we are actually 60, 40. But knowing that that's kind of the target, we can look at how do we get that number back or that ratio where we want it to be. So I'm going to share what I help our sales team get better at to improve that metric on a month over month basis. So the first thing we're going to do there is just really take out an index card and keep it in front of your computer when you're doing your enrollment calls. And I want you to write the following down. Ask more, speak less. The easiest way to talk less in a call is to ask the question and then shut your mouth. Mute the line, don't say anything. If you ask a question, naturally you're not going to ramble on forever. It's one sentence, question mark, prospect, they do the talking. You check in, you engage, you ask the next question. So if you are talking too much, and the easiest way to identify this is to listen to your own calls. And if you don't have a software that tracks this, the easiest thing you can do is just time how long it takes you when you start talking to when you stop talking. I'll get to that in our third metric. When you look at the data, the best sales rep have the lowest amount of speaking time in a conversation. They do a very good job at asking questions and stopping talking. They allow the prospect to sell themselves. They ask better questions and that's it. Amateurs explain a lot. They talk a lot. They never stop talking. And if you're doing that, it's killing your sales. So the first metric to look at is the percentage of talk time between you and the prospect. We're shooting for 40, 60%. Cool. Second metric is WPM, 
words per minute. When you go to a new country that you may not have been to before and you're not familiar with the language and let's say you have someone local speaking with you, do they speak very quickly or would they slow things down so you understand? Naturally, they're going to slow things down. So words per minute. The idea here is that if you are speaking too quickly, you are speaking to prospects who don't speak your language. They don't understand what it is you're selling. So with that said, you have to slow down your cadence. Speak less. So on average, our sales reps speak about 201 words per minute. So my challenge to them, we take out the cue card, we write down slow down, not to a level where it's condescending, but to a level where you actually have slow enough pace where the person listening can make sense and digest what it is you're talking about. If you speak too quickly, and that's usually a sign that you're very good at what you do and you have expertise around what you know, that's great. But you have to slow things down because the people you're speaking with don't have the same level of knowledge and understanding about the topic at hand or about your solution that you do. So by slowing things down, you will allow them to comprehend and process the information much more effectively. The third metric that ties in with the first two is longest uninterrupted speaking segment. So essentially what this means is how long on average is the longest speaking segment that you, the coach or the sales rep, are engaged in without the prospects engaging in that part of the conversation. So as an example, I was doing a sales call review with our clients last week and we were reviewing one of the calls and I looked at the time on the screen four minutes, let's call it. And then we let the call play and it was eight and a half minutes. Okay. So from four minutes to eight minutes and 30 seconds. And during that four and a half minutes, our client who was the, the coach or the sales rep in this case had not taken a breath to allow the prospects to engage in the conversation. So that was a four and a half minutes uninterrupted speaking segments. And if you want the fastest way to tank your sales, that's a great example of how to do so. And I hope you're getting the idea here that the less you speak, the more you'll sell. And you might think to yourself, how does that even make sense? It makes sense because all of us humans only care about ourselves. If you give somebody an opportunity for 30, 45 or 60 minutes to only talk about their own shit, they're going to love it. They're going to be like, this is the best conversation ever. I love this person. And all you did was ask them questions. But when you start talking, and this is very powerful because if you are doing Zoom calls on video, I would strongly recommend you record the video, but look at the body language of the prospect. When you start speaking for minutes on end, you're going to see someone who's like glazing over and tuning out. And if you combine that with fast word counts, like fast words per minute, this person is just being like like water, like just like water at their face, fire hosed. Where are you going to spend more of your time talking? Naturally, it's going to be in the solution part of the call. Now, if you watch any of my other uh, calls or the other videos on sales calls, you'll know that we have a nine step framework. The first part is diagnose. Second part is subscribe or prescribe, sorry, but you can subscribe to the channel while you're at it. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Just popping in real quick to let you know that I am on Instagram. If we're not connected yet on the good old IG, hit me up. I'm at healthpreneur, not any of the other fake accounts, but just at healthpreneur. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. Let me know how you like the show or really anything else you need help with to grow your virtual health practice or coaching business online. So once again, that's at healthpreneur on Instagram. In the meantime, let's get back to the show. Said otherwise, it's we're trying to uncover the problems in the first part of the call where we're asking questions, the prospect does more of the talking. And the second part of the call, we are prescribing a solution based on if that person's a fit and if you have a solution for them. So naturally in the second part of the call, when you are talking about your thing, you're going to be speaking a bit more about it. Okay? 
So naturally, if you look at percentage talk time, the latter half of the call will be more you and the first half of the call should be more the prospect. But here's the thing, just because you're gonna talk about your program or your solution doesn't mean that you just go on a monologue for 15 minutes. So the most important thing to think about here is if you are talking about your solution, think about breaking it down very linearly. The analogy I like to give is thinking about a train on a train track going to multiple different stations. Remember, we don't wanna spend a huge amount of time talking about the process, we do wanna focus on the destination though, okay? Let's say that the first thing you do is X with a client. You're gonna quickly describe what it is, why it's important, and then that's gonna be, let's call that a minute. You're gonna check in with the prospect. Does that make sense? John, is that clear? They're gonna say, yeah, got it. So what we've just done there is we've broken up our talking by engaging the prospect back in the conversation. In the world of sales, we can use what are known as trial closes, which are questions that we can use throughout the delivery of your solution that will get a sense of if this person is kind of picking up what you're putting down. And then that becomes very helpful from two perspectives. Number one, it keeps them engaged in the dialogue. Two, it also gives you a sense of, are they really liking what I'm talking about? Or are, they, are they kind of buying in? Because when you get to the close, you wanna have a sense of, where they are. And if you have no idea where they are because you've done all the talking yourself, you might be surprised at the end when they say things like, it's too expensive, I need to think about it, I need to figure some stuff out first. Okay, so you break down your program into a linear process as opposed to here's a box of stuff that you get. And each milestone in that process, again, I'm not talking about granular, super small details. I'm talking about the big milestones. Let me give you an example. So for us, if you were to decide to work with us in HBA, there's six major milestones that we're gonna walk you through as a client. So step number one is we're gonna help you pick a profitable problem. The profitable problem is one of the most important things to identify in your business because if you try to help everyone, you end up helping no one. And if you help the wrong people, well, you're gonna struggle with a lot of no's and people who don't have money. So the first thing we're going to do is identify that profitable problem. And more importantly, who has that problem? Who would be the best client for you to work with? So that's the first thing we're going to do. And once we've identified that, everything flows from there. So that I might start off by talking like that was what? I don't even know, 30 seconds, 40 seconds. I might check in and say, okay, Deborah, does that make sense? Do you understand why we're doing that first and foremost? We're like, yep, awesome, good. So we've arrived at the station. We've checked in. We've picked up the passenger. We get back on the train. We move to the second station. So we're back on the track. We're moving forward. Awesome. So the second thing we're going to do together is what we call articulate differentiation. Deborah, it's no surprise. I'm sure you're aware of this. I'm sure you're aware of this, that uh, the health and wellness space is very competitive, very crowded. So the question you might be asking is, well, how do I stand out in this competitive marketplace? right? They might say yes. Well, one of the most important things you can do is number one, be yourself. But second is obviously articulate your differentiation is being able to map out a recipe, a process, a methodology that only you have that helps people see that you have a roadmap to go from where they are to where they want to be. And that becomes very, very important, not only from a differentiation standpoint, so you stand out from everyone else, but it also gives your prospective client confidence that you have a solution that they have not seen before that is proven to work and it's not just some random bunch of stuff. So that's the second thing we're going to do together is help you extract what you already know how to do and we're going to visually map it out in such a way where when you show this to a prospect they're like I want that. Do you see how this can be helpful to help get more of your prospects to possibly working with you? And she might say yeah that would be interesting or she might have a question but what I've done here is I'm not talking about okay and then the first video we're going to go through is this and then you're going to get these worksheets and then you're going to get all these extra things. I'm not talking about that shit, okay? It's gonna overwhelm the prospect. I'm talking about the big milestones and I'm moving the client or the prospective client down the track. Cool? The third thing we're gonna do together once we get started today 
wink, wink, see what I just did there, is we're going to start building out your webinar. As you've seen already, because we've already talked about this prior to the call, because they would have watched the webinar before they jumped on the call, a webinar is the only content asset that your business needs. You record a presentation once, it works for you 24-7 to educate, prime, and filter the right prospects. Only the most qualified and committed people are jumping on the phone to speak with you. And that means you're not wasting time with people who don't know what you do. You're not wasting time with unqualified tire kickers. Do you think that might be helpful for you? Yes, that would be awesome. Awesome. So if you might be wondering, well, how do I create the webinar? Is there a feedback slide decks? Listen, we give you everything, the step-by-step slide deck to fill in your content over the slides. We're going to be giving you one-on-one personal feedback the whole way through. We're going to show you how to record it so you actually deliver it with the right inflection and intonation to really get people bought into your process. So all the little details, we have this figured out. We've done this more than 1,300 times, different clients. We know this works, and this is exactly what we're going to walk you through in that third step, right? So see what I've done there is I'm breaking down each of these steps, but I'm not spending five minutes talking about each one. I'm talking maybe a minute and then I'm checking in. An example of a trial closure might be, well, Deborah, how do you think having an evergreen automated webinar could help you in your business? And then she might sell me on why this very thing is going to be helpful for her. And what that's doing is it's number one, selling her on this process. And it's giving me a sense of where she's at in terms of warmth with respect to taking the next step. So anyways, that's an example of how we would start to break down the delivery of your thing without spending all day talking about it. And then engaging the prospects that your longest uninterrupted talking segment is as minuscule as possible, like maybe a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes at the very most, right? I'll be honest. Our average uninterrupted talk time for our sales team is two minutes and 32 seconds. It's not good. I'm not happy about that. And so we're looking at things to bring that down. So what do we do here? How do we change this up? How do we improve that uninterrupted talk time so it's lower so that the prospect doesn't glaze over and fall asleep? Well, we simply do what I just did. We engage the prospect in the delivery process. Is that making sense, Deborah? Do you see how this could benefit for your business? Yeah, awesome. How so? Tell me about that, right? Do you see how this is a little bit different than what you've tried in the past? Now, do you think if you had this, you might be able to get closer to your goals? Like we're asking simple questions to get them to tell you why the thing you're selling them is going to be helpful for them. What that does is it breaks down the uninterrupted talk time. It gets them engaged in the conversation. It helps them also consolidate the stuff you're talking about. So it's not just fire hose coming at them. Okay. So the three sales metrics, once again, are percentage talk time rep you to the prospect, ideally 40, 60 second words per minute, get it well under 200. Okay. Slow down. So we talk about ask more, talk less, slow down. And the third is uninterrupted talk time. The tip that we want to focus on there to improve that metric is to engage the prospect in the dialogue, especially in the second half of the call when you are talking about your solution. Cool. I promise you, if you just write those three things down on a cue card, keep them in front of you when you're doing your next enrollment calls, I promise you the results will take care of themselves. I tell our team, guys, I don't care about the the outcomes, right? They will take care of themselves. We have to obsess about the process. And when you take care of the process, it's inevitable that the results improve. So don't worry about, you know, your close rate or you didn't get, you know, whatever the outcome was. Understand why you didn't get there and uncover the first principle thinking that unlocks the outcomes that you're after. Now, if you want more help with this type of stuff, I've got an amazing video, I think it's awesome, on the channel that walks you through our nine-step coach to close selling framework. It's the exact script that we give to our clients is helping generate more than $217 million in revenue in their businesses. And if you want to see me walk through it, then check out that video. It's coming up next. I hope you've enjoyed this one. While you're here, hit that subscribe button. And then I look forward to seeing you in the next video. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. 
If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next, is if you're not already subscribed to The Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.